critics and audiences are cheering for Bumblebee. It's an incredible 93% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. The perfect blend of action, heart, and humor. Not just a great Transformers movie, a great movie, period. Bumblebee, now playing. Rated PG-13. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Joyce Barry and Friends, the number one worldwide radio show. The show is outrageous and it's contagious. It will lift your spirits high, you'll feel that you can fly. Transform your attitude, fill it with gratitude. Cut loose and improvise, it's coaching time today. Joyce is a great coach with an extraordinary approach. Fast on the upbeat, top of the heap. A wild motivator, great stimulator. Unstoppable in a humoristic way. Life lessons with passion, joyfully today. You want Joyce as your coach if you want this to be your best year ever. Coach Joyce here. I want this to be your best year ever. I want this to be my best year ever. I'm going to make this my best year ever. I want this to be the best year ever for Beverly Nadler, her fabulous daughter, Dr. Denise Nadler, a.k.a. Ariana. I want this to be the best year ever for our friends like Peter Marks, our really good friend and and very big supporter of this show. And we want this to be the best year ever for all our loyal listeners and friends worldwide. Welcome to Joyce, Barry, and Friends. We are broadcasting live across America and around the world. This is the Hour to Empower with stimulating talk, views you can use, memorable quotes, and powerful life lessons. We always have hot guests and cool topics. We even have cool guests and hot topics. You always want to tune us on, tune in, and tune up with us to hear the best of the best. You do not want to miss any of our shows. Each show goes into our archives. Log into Joyce Barry and Friends.com, Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E, and you will see each guest and each topic on our homepage. You can play and download any of our shows, always informative, inspiring, and motivational. You want to share these special shows with your friends, family, and contacts. You can follow us on Facebook and become a Joyce Barry subscriber and even a fan by going to our Joyce Barry and Friends fan page. Be sure to check like. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us by going to our Blog Talk Radio homepage and clicking follow right below my picture. You can also message me in any of these venues about our show, about our guests, about anything. My official website is JoyceBarry.com. Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E. The chat room is open. Log into the chat room, have fun, and chat away. I go back and forth into the chat room during the show to see what is going on in there. Motivation, inspiration, and an education. Positive, happy thoughts to improve your life, health, and finances. Take positive actions to create a gratifying lifestyle. Life lessons from me, your host, Joyce Barry, straight from the Coach's Corner, and then you will hear from our wonderful guest today. Folks, every day should be treated like a special day. We wish you the finest of friends. 
the opulence of opportunities, the magic of miracles, and the happiest of days. May this year be your best year ever. Indeed, your best year ever. Folks, welcome to the show today. A very happy, prosperous, wonderful, joyous new year. You may have heard it once since the start of the new year. You may have heard it 50 times. You can never hear it enough. So it reinforces in your mind to make this the best year ever. Today our show is called New Year's Resolutions why we don't keep them, and how we can. We have our health guru, Beverly Nadler. We love to go to Beverly because she always has the touch of not only why it's good for us mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, but on every level why uh, keeping our resolutions is good for us. Maybe it will inspire us to do so. While many people no longer make New Year's resolutions, millions still do. Those that don't keep them, which is most of the people, often suffer from frustration, guilt, and self-confidence. Join us today as Beverly explains why they are so difficult to keep. Most importantly, she will tell you the secret of how to be successful at making and keeping your resolutions, whether on New Year's, your birthday, or any other time. So, folks, welcome to the show. It is really an honor, a blessing, a joy, a thrill to have with us my best, best friend, uh, extraordinary researcher, magical poet, uh, awesome author. The adjectives could go on and on that we won't even have time for a show. So let me just cut to the chase and give a heartfelt welcome to my friend. And I'm sure after today she'll be yours because she can inspire you to change your life. <laughs> welcome, Miss Beverly. Oh, thank you, Joyce. I don't know, your introductions get more and more um complimentary i don't even know but i'm almost not quite embarrassed to accept them i I love them and i feel really honored to be on your show because you are a very special person and your show is so different from shows that really we need more and more people to understand what they get from this show not only when i'm on but all the time, your guests are amazing, and they bring so much, they bring truth, they bring honesty, they bring such interesting subjects, and they bring humor, they bring motivation, inspiration. I don't know where any other show does what your show does, and I mean that sincerely, not just because I'm on it, and not just because we are best friends. Uh, Thank you very much for that, but you gave me an idea for another show. We have literally been best friends for decades. I think we should have a show. I'm a very strong kind of person. You're very strong in your own right, and yet our relationships work no matter what, unconditional love. I think we should use our relationship as an example 
of how to have a very wonderful relation in the face of anything because it is unconditional and we could use our relationship. We've certainly had our disagreements, our ups and downs, but no matter what, we remain best friends. That's very true. So we'll put together a show on uh, having the desirable relationship or something in the future. Sounds like a great idea to me also. Uh, Another resolution for this year. In other words, what? I said a resolution for this year. Oh, a resolution for this year. I didn't hear you. Yeah, I really would like to do that because ours is a a supreme example because we don't agree on everything, but we love each other no matter what. And we even brought into our little bonds of mutual admiration our dear friend Peter Marks, who's also a regular on the show. No one's a regular like you, Beverly, a show every week. Peter has a show every month. And just getting him for that once a month is quite extraordinary because he is book solid with celebrities and powerful people all over the world. And he'll always find time for us. And by the way, people does have clients just like you as well. Okay, so would you like me to start on the resolution statistics to just put things in perspective? Absolutely, and I do want to mention that last week we had a wonderful New Year's show also, and you did give those statistics, but they're worth repeating over and over. Plus, of course, we had a lot of fun last week. We had jokes and quips and interesting stories and things that the new facts about New Year's Eve so and New Year's Day. So I invite people to look up that show from last week and uh, listen carefully to this one because if you've made resolutions, yeah, this will help you to keep them. Okay. Uh, I was just looking on the date. I like to give people dates so they know uh, you know, we did say last week, specifically last week, Thursday, December 28th. So we ended the year with them, and we'll start the year with them, because that's such a paramount part. When we think of New Year's, we do think of resolutions. This was compiled uh, by the University of Scranton Journal of Clinical Psychology, uh, and this was the ranking. Number one, lose weight. Number two, getting organized. Number three, spend less, save more, four, enjoy life to the fullest, number five, staying fit and healthy, number six, learn something exciting, number seven, quit smoking, number eight, help others in their dreams, number nine, (laughs) fall in love, and number 10, spend more time with family. I just want to put my take on two of them. One, number nine, fall in love. I would say that would include people, animals. It doesn't have to apply uh, to your significant other, in my opinion. Falling in love is very good for your health. And on number seven, which is my favorite resolution, because it's the only one I can honestly say I immediately am able to cross off my list, that's the one called quit smoking. And the reason it was a piece of cake for me is I never, ever did smoke. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So that's my uh, favorite. Much, not smoking is such a wonderful habit, not smoking. For one thing, health-wise, and another, I mean, the money that it costs now for a, 
a box of cigarettes, a package of cigarettes. I, I can't believe it. I see signs. I don't know. I never smoked either. Um, smoking is um, just taboo. Nobody in my family smokes or ever smoked. So it's interesting, but it is a huge thing for people when they are hooked on it. And if that's a New Year's resolution uh, that you want to quit, uh, hopefully uh, we will help you today with understanding, first of all, why it's so difficult to make the changes we want to make and what we can actually do about it. And I just want to give you a few more stats because I really found them so interesting. The percent of Americans who usually make New Year's resolutions, 45%. Percentage who infrequently make New Year's resolutions, 17%. Percent who absolutely never make resolutions, 38%. Percent of people who are successful in achieving their resolutions, 8%. Successful 8%. Uh, People who have infrequent success, 49%. Percent who never succeed and fail on their resolutions each year, never succeed, 24%. People who explicitly make resolutions are 10 times more likely to attain their goals than people who don't explicitly make resolutions. As a, a lifetime success coach, I have to say that's true, that even though the statistics are so bad, they are far worse when you don't even have the resolutions, when you don't have the goals right in front of you. Uh, Self-improvement or education-related resolutions are 47%. Weight-related are 38%. Money-related, 34%. Relationship-related, 31%. People in their 20s who achieve their resolutions each year are 39%. And percent of people over 50 who achieve their resolutions each year are 14%. And the length of resolutions is as Resolutions maintained through the first week, 75%. Past two weeks, it drops to 71%. Past a month, 64%. And the length that uh, goes past six months drops down to 46%. So, folks, uh, I find that all fascinating. And it's pretty comfortable in statistics each and every year. So we have our health guru, Beverly, right here, right now, to see if we can do a lot better with the information she will impart to us today. (laughs) Thank you. And that was very interesting information. Actually, um, I found some of them surprising. Uh, some of the, in some sense, I thought that the the statistics were actually worse. But when we get to the point that keeping them for any length of time, we get only eight uh, percent. Yeah, that's not too good. And the worst part of not keeping your resolutions, whether they're made on New Year's, on your birthday, or any time that you make that choice, the worst part is that you suffer from guilt and self-condemnation because you didn't keep them. And we want that's a really negative emotion. It's a very negative frequency or vibration. Those who are familiar with the things that I talk about on this show or the things that I write about, the things that are of most 
interest in my world is about being in vibrational harmony with getting the things that we want and how everything is energy. So we don't want to create an energy field around ourselves of self-condemnation and guilt because that's really negative. And what it does is it puts us in harmony with more negativity. So it's really, if, if, you, if you are better off not making a resolution if you're going to end up in self-condemnation because you haven't kept it. So I agree let me with begin you. by explaining why we don't keep our resolutions. And it's really not that complicated to understand why. And when you do understand why, you might be a little more forgiving of yourself and other people. We, that is human beings, our mind, we have a conscious mind and a subconscious mind. We may choose our Uh, We have more than that, of course, but I'm talking very specifically about uh, relationship to making resolutions. The conscious mind can choose something and say, yes, I do want to do this. I want to lose weight. I want to exercise more. I want to have better health. I want to do all of these things. I want to have better relationships, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If you are not in harmony at a subconscious level, then all of these things that you want are not going to happen. It's simply the way it is. The subconscious is the the actual part of you that carries out anything that you're doing. We can have, you know, like a real, real conscious desire. And if you're not able to carry out that conscious desire and you have the skills Remember, you can have a conscious desire, I want to be a multimillionaire, or or I want to fly an airplane or play the piano. If you don't have the skills to do these things, you're not going to do it. But we're talking about if you have the skills and the ability and it's not happening, then chances are there is a part of you, the major part of your mind, the major part that determines what actually happens in your life, what you actually accomplish, is coming from that part of you that is, for most of us, unconscious, the subconscious part. And psychologists and therapists have said that as much as 90% and even more of what we actually do is determined by the subconscious. So if you've got a small part of you that is, yes, I really want to change this, and it's not happening, then the problem lies at the subconscious level. Now you say, oh, well, i got to change my subconscious. Yes, but it's not easy, folks. And I want to really make that clear. It's not easy. If you have a strong enough desire, if you have a strong enough intention, if you have a strong enough focus, you definitely can change what's going on in your subconscious mind. But that desire has to be there in addition to whatever it is you resolve to change in your life. If you don't have that, it's not going to happen. And, I, you know, don't shoot the messenger. I'm just telling you what's so. In fact, last night on television, we happened to tune into a very interesting talk show. It's called Talk Stoop with a woman named Kat Greenleaf. And one of her old interviews she was doing with Joyce, one of your favorite people, 
Tony Robbins. Oprah. And oh, Tony, Tony Robbins. <laughs> Oprah, I was thinking of. Go ahead. And Tony. Yes, he is has, one of my favorite people. I know. And he has, he speaks around the world. He probably is impacted in some way on the lives, not of thousands of people, probably millions of people. But he said very clearly when Kat asked him what kind of results people come, they get motivated, they want, he said it all depends on whether they change their subconscious. If they want something consciously and don't want it subconsciously, it's not going to change no matter how much they want it consciously. Those are the words of a guru who is telling this to people all around the world. So it's not just me. It is psychologists all over. And, of course, the real motivational speakers will tell you this. You've got to make that change at the subconscious level. There are ways of doing it. That's the thing. You might say, well, how do I get there? First of all, you need to know what your conscious mind and subconscious mind are not in harmony, where they're not in harmony. You're trying to do something, and, you know, begin. you have to become aware and start listening to a little voice in your head. Like, for instance, someone wants to, uh, we'll use one of the top ones, which is weight loss, you know, um, really wants to do that on a conscious level. But there's so many things that are calling you, uh, that piece of cake or that memory of what somebody said when you were in school about you're overweight and you're, you're too fat or some, some really unpleasant thing that gets stuck in your brain. It's literally when we talk about the mind, conscious and subconscious, we're not just talking about some airy-fairy thing. These are all become impressed, actually, in the neurology of your brain so that your brain is directing you. You're unconsciously saying, yeah, I want to lose weight. Subconscious is saying, no, that's dangerous, or no, you can't. That's one of the things. No, you can't, because you're, when your mom used to tell you about, well, you have to go to fat camp or whatever other things were going on in your life, these created memories that you felt resistant to. And when I say you, understand I'm talking generically. You who are listening may not have this particular issue. It may be something else. It may be um, another habit that you want to change and lack of organization. And let me tell you, that is a very difficult thing to change organization because, and Joyce, you told me this, <laughs> I think it was last year's ago, last year, um, I think it was last year, four traits of intelligent people. And the people who listen to this show, most of you are intelligent, otherwise you probably wouldn't be listening. And some of the things include uh, they talk to themselves, they swear, they stay awake longer, and then finally, they're messy. That's part of the four traits of intelligent people. Yeah, we actually did a show like that with Michael Weniger. Uh, we we did that show. Um, nice to know you took those notes. I was stunned at those traits. Uh, again, through statistics, yeah, that is true. 
Yes, I, uh, thank you for uh, sharing that. I would have had the date ready if, uh, in our archives, but you can Google Michael Weniger, W-E-N-N-I-G-E-R. That show will come up, Traits of Highly Intelligent People. Go ahead, Beverly. Well, that's what I was saying. When people want to get organized, this is a hard one to change because it's part of the nature. And the reason for that it generally, and this is one reason, is highly intelligent people are interested in so many things that they're just not focused on one thing. And they probably, I know I do, have articles and notes and books and things I've written and all over the place. And every once in a while, I get so frustrated with where is this, where is that, where is this. I've got to put them together, and I will put everything together. It'll stay that way for a little while. I don't make this a resolution, by the way, because I am aware of the fact <laughs> that I don't want to become frustrated and disgusted and lose my uh, self-esteem. So I do it at various times. When I do, I'm pleased. It stays that way for a while, but I don't get crazy. And this is one of the things I want to tell you. If you are choosing resolutions based on what you think you should want, forget it. Because if you don't even really, really, really want it at a conscious level, you are not going to do the work that it takes to change it at a subconscious level. It's not going to happen. And the people who make no resolutions, as I said before, they at least uh, don't get into <laughs> this self-condemnation unless, of course, possibly they are self-condemning for not making resolutions that you are supposed to. And this is one of the words we want to get out of our vocabulary. There's no supposed to. There is a choose to. There is a preferred to. There is a desire to. But forget about supposed to. Very powerful statement. I just want to share this because I thought this was very powerful as well. This quote by Neil Gaiman, I hope that in this year to come you make mistakes because if you are making mistakes, then you are making new things, trying new things, learning, living, pushing yourself, changing yourself, changing your world. You're doing things you've never done before, and more importantly, you're doing something. And why that struck a chord was as you go along your path with your resolutions and you make mistakes, that's not the time to give up. That's the time to keep going. And as Edison would say, that's one less time I have to make that mistake. So I thought that was very, very powerful, that it's okay to have setbacks, obstacles, make mistakes, just keep going. So true, Joyce. This is life uh, in the physical world, this is where we live, in this physical world, is never going to be, quote, perfect. We're not going to be, we are human. We are not perfect. We're not even expected to. And the fact is, if you never make any mistakes, you don't learn anything. It Mostly it's through the mistakes that we may say, ah, oh, that's not the way to do it. Okay, let me try something else instead of getting frustrated with yourself. But again, I want to point out, make sure it's something you really want to change. If you don't really want to change it, forget it. Find what you really want to change because habits are part of what is called programming, conditioning. It is so much a part of our subconscious programs when I say programs, I'm talking about things as important 
as the fact that um, we automatically digest our food. We automatically breathe. Our heart automatically beats. We automatically do many things in our physical body, our, our hormonal system. Everything is working automatically because there are programs in our brain that go through our nervous system that determine how things work in our body. That incredible, absolutely incredible how the body works. You could really begin to study, I mean, trillions and trillions and trillions of cells working in harmony. And yes, we do get sick, but most, not all, but most illnesses are self-limiting and there are things that we can do. Nature has provided us and I'm not talking about drugs now. Those who have listened to me know that's not my route. I'm talking about herbs. I'm talking about homeopathics. I'm talking about acupuncture, chiropractic, um, the, the, the massage, reflexology, learning breathing techniques, doing yoga, meditation. All of these things help you to become a healthier person, to be able to let go of the things that go wrong in our body. Why do things go wrong in our body? Stress. You know, we're all under stress. I mean, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, even spiritual stress, um, it causes certain chemicals to take go through our body and work in a certain way. Postures, falls, accidents, these will disrupt the natural harmony of the body. But we're able to bring back that natural harmony. But again, that has to be important enough. So if one makes a resolution, let's say, I will get healthier this year, what do you plan to do about it, folks? Do you plan to eat differently? Do you plan to read some of the labels? And if it says this preservative and that preservative and this pesticide, well, they don't tell you what pesticides are in it. They'll just tell you about preservatives, additives, chemicals, etc. You'd put it down. If you want to get healthier, I highly recommend using some of these body techniques. My favorite is chiropractic. Acupuncture is also wonderful. There's so many things that you can do to help yourself. But if you say, I want to get healthier, and you do nothing, nothing's going to change. That's the way it is. What about weight? A very interesting thing that I came across uh, on weight loss, and, you know, there's... Oh, there must be several hundred thousand different diets, and some of them work for some people, and the same ones don't work for other people. And it's just the way it is because our systems are different. And But, you know, at some point there's a lot of people who are saying, you know what, I'm tired of this. And this includes some very high-profile high celebrities that said, I'm just not going to make my – I'm going to eat healthy – but I'm not going to be counting calories and doing this. And they've made that decision. And what's kind of interesting about it is if you're watching television years and years ago, everybody was slim and uh, what we might call if that's our, you know, feeling that that's more perfect, slim and perfect. They're not anymore. We have people of every size and every shape on television because that's real people. Because there is a point at which uh, when you're, not feeling well and you're realizing your weight is getting you down, yeah, it's a good idea to do something about it. And you can change your programming, and some of that I'll tell you. But one of the things that I found very interesting is that a lot of times or a lot of the reason for people not being able to lose weight 
is that they're eating too fast. It takes a minimum of 20 minutes for the brain to pick up on satiety. Satiety is the fullness of the stomach. And if it's not happening, if you're not feeling full, you just continue to eat. So keep that in mind. Eating, a lot of people just eat on the run. A lot of people just don't chew their food properly. Uh, there was originally, I forgot what it was called, it was a certain amount of times you're supposed to chew your food to make sure you eat it slowly. But this is something I read again recently, I'm talking about in the last month or so, about one of the reasons why people fail to lose weight is they eat too quickly. Of interesting take on that. I would have never put that uh, in the, as a reason. Uh, but I want to share a New Year's resolution. I don't care your age. I don't care about your list, how many are on your list, not on your list. I'm giving you a resolution that no matter who you are, where you are, what you got on your plate, I really invite you to have this resolution included, this coming from a life coach. Here's the resolution, and here in the words of Beverly Nadler, why you should keep the resolution, which is about listening to this show every day. Listen to me. I have something to say about a wonderful way to start your day, a way to stimulate your mind and increase your energy, make you feel so good. And guess what? It's free. Weekdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, hear the Joyce, Barry, and Friends show. You'll find it on the Internet, on Blog Talk Radio. This show is upbeat and fun and very inspirational. It's informative, educational, and very motivational. There's the Coach's Corner, great quotes and news. There are suggestions, perspectives, and advice you can use to enhance your life and improve your health, plus clever, simple ways to increase your wealth. Joyce's perceptions and personality will keep you captivated, and her guests from many walks of life will always keep you fascinated. When Joyce and her friends speak, it's like you're in the conversation. This is part of what makes her show so unique, really a sensation. For Joyce's friends are not only the guests you're listening to, they're everyone who is tuning in. Yes, I do mean you. So refer your friends and family. They'll be so pleased to know. And let's make Joyce, Barry, and Friends the number one Internet radio show. And, folks, we do ask that you partner up with us in having that happen. Simply go to Joyce Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E, and friends.com, and right under my picture on the upper left, it says follow. Simply by clicking on that you and becoming a follower, you'll know about every show, every guest, every topic. You need not miss anything because if you cannot join us, when we are live at 11 a.m. Eastern, every show is archived for your listening pleasure that you can hear 24-7. So do become a follower of our show. I so agree with that. Oh, it's so important to, to, to wake up in the morning with inspiration if you can, but if not, 
make sure that you do tune in. Every show is different, and every show has something special to offer. What I want to offer you now is some of the ways of keeping the resolutions that you've made when you are um, not totally in harmony in with it in your subconscious. And the reason I say that is if you make a resolution and it's easy to keep, you can be sure that you already have the programming and conditioning in your subconscious ready to support you. If, you, if you're one of the lucky ones, and there are people who do, they're just not aware of it, and when they make the resolution, they say, wow, I did it, terrific. And the, the problem with that, well, it's not a problem for them, but the problem is they expect everyone else to be able to do that. Hey, I stopped smoking. Why don't you? You know, I gave up sugar. How come you can't? Because their programming was different. So I'm going to give you some ways of working on the things that you really want and having them happen. And it's not that complicated. You just have to do it. And that, of course, means you have to change some of your habits, something none of us want to do. But uh, that's what life is about. Life is about constant changing and, and doing things differently. So, again, you've got to focus. You're focused on a specific thing. You want it to happen. Okay? Begin to use some of these wonderful techniques. They're timeless techniques called mental imagery, visualization, affirmations, choice statements. Where you close your eyes and in your imagination you picture yourself doing whatever it is that you want to do, having the final result of what you want. If, for instance, you want to be um, do more exercise, picture yourself. What, what, what exercise? First of all, choose an exercise that you like. I mean, you're not going to get fit by choosing an exercise that somebody else says, this is a great exercise, you should love it, and every time you're doing it, you say, I can't stand this. It's not going to work. Find something that you enjoy, and there's enough ways. There's even a trampoline. You can get a mini trampoline in your house. There's, there's yoga. There's so many different tools that you can use at the gym. There's trainers you can work with. There are things you can do if you really want to. But seeing things differently in your mind's eye is a very, very important part of making those changes and not only seeing which i say visualization is seeing it mental imagery goes beyond that mental imagery goes where you not only see it in a sense you can hear it you can um using all of your senses they say taste it smell it okay that's not going to happen exactly but you can think in those terms for instance one of the things that i uh, years ago when i was making resolution for uh, doing more exercise is I would actually, this is years ago, because I do a lot of yoga now, and I go to the gym a few days a week, and I'm happy with my routine, and I do what I like to do, not what necessarily what everybody else is doing. Um, and I've earned that right. I can figure I've earned that right to do that. But at any rate, uh, what I would picture is um, myself Crossing a finish line, which is interesting. That was a thing I was picturing, and yet running wasn't my thing. But I would picture it, and I would hear people saying, congratulations, congratulations, congratulations in my mind. And I highly recommend that if it's a weight loss thing, 
congratulations. Hear people saying that in your mind. Um, if it stops smoking, hear people saying that. Congratulations, you've done it. That's wonderful. It's a beautiful way of reinforcing the thing that you want to change by having this sense of other people congratulating you. And aside from congratulating yourself, be proud. Boy, I'm pleased with myself. Yes, be pleased. That visualization and the affirmations, of course, are statements. Wait, Beverly, hold that thought about congratulations because this is really amazing. Just literally this morning, I type with beautiful font on the computer, bold and in about 24-point font, the word congratulations on a sheet of paper. Maybe, And then I did copy and paste about 20 times just this morning because I keep journals. I started one for the new year with all my goals. And on every page where I have that different goal, the font is so beautiful. I'm putting on the bottom of the page, congratulations. So that's amazing <laughs> that you said that. I'm so in tune with you. I do believe in visualization and the pictures. So I have a lot of different books. One is called Miracles. And I have miracles listed there everywhere because I so believe in miracles. So I have different journals for different things. And I started my new calendar this year. I have pictures of that which I want, beautiful pictures. But just today, I I had that printed out so I could put it everywhere. I agree with you on that one wholeheartedly. I just want people to know that um, before our show, we we never compare notes. (laughs) We just talk and have no idea, not, not consciously, of what the other person's going to say. So I had no idea that you were doing that, and you had no idea that I was going to point out the importance of that word. It's a wonderful word, and I can just yeah, I have a I have that word. I don't have it all around, but I have it um, posted, you know, in big letters. I cut it out from someplace on my bulletin board so that I could see that, along with um, have a joyful heart. I have that out there. Uh, Be happy. Lots of things to remind me of the positive aspects of life and the things that are supportive of whatever I want to change. I really believe that that. words have energy, pictures have energy. So uh, when, like you said, you cut out the the word and put it on your bulletin board, I cut out the words but with beautiful fonts and colors. And I have all kinds of things with hearts and stars and angels that I put those stickers on the pages too uh, to have things stand out. So visualization is very important. Uh, to make the programming go so much different, uh, deeper. So, yeah, we're totally on the same page, and we did not compare notes. <laughs> that was great, really, really, and, and your excitement. I love that. One of the, the affirmations, choose affirmations that make sense to you. Don't tell yourself, I am doing blah, 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 if that's not something you're interested in. When you say an affirmation, it should feel good. It should feel like something is really changing and shifting and happening because I'm making this. And you can also use the word I choose to so that sometimes if the affirmation, you know, is that you're not yet <laughs> doing 
that thing or having that thing, but I choose to be more successful. I choose to change my eating habits. I choose to be more fit. I choose to stop smoking. Whatever works for you, that's what I'm saying. This is one of the ways of using affirmations. And what happens, you know, when you do these things is you are affecting your subconscious programming and you are sending a different energy or vibration out into the universe and that energy is what attracts you you've heard of law of attraction what attracts the things that come into your life have to do with the energy that you are projecting so as you make these resolutions or intentions or choices as you visualize them and you can also do this in meditation sitting quietly and creating the picture, sitting quietly and stating your affirmation, being very mindful of the things that you really want and not allowing the outside world and other people's opinions. Hello? Yeah, we're here. We're here. Wow. I know. Just keep going. We're fine. Okay. Um, and not allowing the, the, the negativity and the bad news at night. In fact, please turn off your television before you go to sleep. If the last thing you watch is the news, if the last thing you watch is a funny show, I watch Seinfeld or Frasier, the old repeats. Uh, that's my last show. I never, ever put on anything negative before going to sleep. I, I want to go back a minute, Beverly, because you moved on so quickly. But affirmations, and you hit on a really important point. you got to make them your own. You have to own it. You can go to the Internet, get all the affirmations you want on any topic. You could read it in a book. All that's fine, but the key is you have to own it. So it might be the same affirmation, I have to lose weight, uh, I'm going to lose weight, but make it in your words, something that resonates with you. So even though you may see that same resolution, let's say on weight, 10 different ways and 10 different books, you need to own it for it to work. Absolutely. And don't ever use I have to in a resolution because you're, you're you know, people from, from childhood on, there's a resistance when somebody says you have to do something. That's why I said before, don't, you should. I should do this or I should do this. Have to is the same thing. Um, there's a resistance, a natural resistance to not do it, even though you know it's good for you. So we'll use, that's why I use the word the choice statement. Or even in, I, I intend to. to. You know, I intend this to happen. But choice is even better, in my opinion. But again, just as Joyce said, choose what works for you and make I it am your looking own. forward to. That's good also, right. All of the, the, the things that feel good to you. Now, you want support. You want support from yourself, that's number one, but also other people. This is why there's organizations like AA and OA and Weight Watchers. You have support. Now, you don't have to only join these organizations, though I'd say if alcohol is a problem, probably AA is the uh, the, the most successful uh, of all the attempts to to break that very dangerous habit. It's not only unhealthy, but if it's a serious habit, uh, it ruins relationships. It ruins our ability to uh, think properly. Um, if somebody is driving and drinking, we know how horrible that is. 
So definitely, AA is a wonderful place to go. And OA for Overeaters Anonymous also works very well, as Weight Watchers works very well. Or you have your own friends that you all check in with each other, but support is extremely important. And there will be people, well, I shouldn't say there will be, there may be people who resent the fact that you're making changes and you are no longer going to be a part of their little eating too much group or gossiping too much group or um, drinking too much group, that you've decided not to do that. They may be resentful, even though they're your friends and they love you, but the fact that you've made this change and they're not willing to. So be careful of that. Notice if people are trying to um, put you down or, or trying to say, well, just a little bit, that won't hurt. No, you are in control and you need to know that. So there's support from people who are wanting the same things that you want, and there's support from yourself in saying, no, I'm not listening to things that are not going to support me. And if I want to step back a moment, Beverly, one moment, because I always assume that everybody uh, can keep up with you or understands everything, given it's a worldwide show with different cultures. So Beverly mentioned a lot of A organizations, O-A-A-A, uh, that's anonymous, but the O is for Overeaters Anonymous. A is for Alcoholics Anonymous. So I never assume that coaches all over the world can keep up, and I want to make sure people are with us. Uh, on, on the resolutions, I want to make this point. Insanity is doing the same thing again and again, expecting different results. So that's why we were trying to show you new ways. Uh, good resolutions are simply checks that men draw on a bank where they have no account. Oscar Wilde said that. So if you have no account, you want to get create an account to have it work. A New Year's resolution is something that goes in one year and out the other. Uh, I, I just want to say these things because you might smile and remember them. Many people look forward to the new year for a new start on old habits. Oprah says, cheers to a new year and another chance for us to get it right. And Joey Adams, on a lighter note, says, may all your troubles last as long as your New Year's resolutions. So the point of today is to approach the new year with resolve to find opportunities in each day, in each new day, new ways, new miracles, instead of looking at the way you've been doing it, which, of course, is insanity. <laughs> I totally agree with you. And a lot of, of course, what the, the issues are is these are habits. They're programmed into our subconscious. We tend to carry them out almost automatically. And when we become more aware, noticing, and as we said before, uh, you don't uh, condemn yourself and you don't get angry with yourself, you say, notice that you, let's say, did not do what you said or you did do what you said you wouldn't do, um, that what you say is notice it and then say, ah, oh, I realize I did that or I didn't do that. The next time will be different. You're actually programming yourself. The next time will be different, and you can do that. And thank you for, uh, yes, saying that 
AA is Alcoholics Anonymous and OA is Overeaters Anonymous. Um, and, of course, Weight Watchers, that's pretty clear what that is. <laughs> so this now if you find that it's just too difficult, yet you still want to make changes, I'm going to suggest that you consider the fact that you may need help in changing your programming. And that may mean that you need to work with someone who does that. I personally am a reprogramming coach. I do take a very limited number of clients at this point. I do assist people in changing those programs. I also would like to recommend that my book, Vibrational Harmony, has a system in there based on a rather, at this point, popular, fairly popular uh, technique which I've been using with clients among several others, but been using this one for about, I guess, over 20 years. Uh, It works, and it's becoming more and more popular. It has to do with the tapping technique, where we literally tap on acupuncture points and um, give ourselves instructions of what to release. And it works a lot with emotions, because a lot of the reasons... Uh, that we are not able to break through and make these changes is because there is a strong emotional attachment, whether positive or negative. Just the emotion itself is so powerful, it will hold the habit or the programming in place. So I would recommend that, and you can find uh, the book on my website, beverlynadler.com, and read about it. If it resonates with you, by all means, order it. If you do and you have any questions after reading the book and using the um, particular process that I'm talking about, um, let me know, and uh, we can talk about that. Folks, I want to make a distinction. Maybe you never heard of a reprogramming coach. I hadn't uh, till I uh, learned all about it from Beverly. It's very different from a success coach or a life coach, which is what I am. So let me just give you that distinction. They both certainly have their place. Uh, Reprogramming coach, he works on the issues that deeply embedded to reprogram them. Uh, As a life coach slash success coach, I don't do any of that. I work with you on your goals, on your future, getting outside of the box, you know, and and going higher and higher uh, for success in life, those kind of goals. So with Beverly, it's more like issues you want to break through and overcome, and she's very good at what she does. Again, her website is Beverly Nadler. N-A-D-L-E-R, BeverlyNadler.com, and uh, she's really, really good at what she does. My kind of coaching is success coaching. Uh, You can go to my website, JoyceBarry.com. You'll see the kind of seminars I've given over the years, the kind of coaching I've done. They're all in there. So, again, they're very, very different kinds of coaching. And just real quick, I've had endorsements from people all over the country, personal and professional. But on a lighter note, I want to share some of my favorites. Joyce Barry is an outstanding success coach. She is a master coach, the best of the best. Here are just a few of her clients who want to endorse her. Marlon Brando. Hiring Joyce as a coach is an awful you can't refuse. President Bill Clinton. I did not have sex with that woman. I did not have sex with Joyce. She is my coach. Sylvester Stallone. 
Yo, Adrian, Joyce is the best coach, you know. She helped me train for Rocky, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I hired the Joyce-inator because no matter how much I may drive her crazy, I know she'll be back. President Ronald Reagan. Well, Joyce, uh, Nancy, and I just love you. There you go again. Win one for the Barry. Elvis Presley. I'm all shook up about hiring Joyce as a coach. I'll get a little less conversation, a little more coaching. Jack Nicholson. If you could handle the truth, you want Joyce as your coach. Johnny Carson. I can hire Joyce as a coach? I did not know that. That is wild. Did you know that, Ed? <laughs> Charlie Sheen. Winning. That's because Joyce is my coach. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Woody Allen. Are you crazy? This whole time I haven't had Joyce Barry as a coach? You kidding me? Hi, Ted Siuba, and I think and grow rich. If you were thinking about hiring Joyce Barry as your coach, just do it, and we'll grow rich together. And even Joyce Barry herself. What do Olympic athletes have that you don't have? A coach. Hire me and have this be your best year ever. If not now, when? I want that gold medal. I want to hire me. Email coachjoyce at AOL.com. That's coachjoyce at AOL.com. And, folks, in the uh, subject line, put Beverly uh, New Year's resolutions. I always like to know what show inspired people to write to me. So just do that. And in the uh, text, just put your name, phone number, best time to reach you. I will acknowledge your email, especially if you want to know about my coaching. Uh, so it will be a free uh a coaching call to give you a taste of it. Happy to do that to get you launched in the new year. So, Beverly, another fabulous, fabulous show. What is your message you want to leave people with? And I'm willing to bet you have a great poem for us as well. Well, I, I do want to reiterate the difference between our coaching. You work with people who do not have the subconscious issues, but they need the strategies, they need to keep focused, they need some support, and that's what you provide, things that are extraordinary. For people, they say, I know I want this. It is not working, and it's not the issues that I deal with, which is the subconscious programming. So that's a, a huge difference, and yet both are important depending on what the issue is for you for keeping not only your resolutions, but whatever your goals and intentions you have for now and for the future. And I, I want to also acknowledge that Joyce is so uh, successful that she actually brings people back from the dead. So uh, just for the coaching. <laughs> actually, so really uh, that's, that's not me that brings them back from the dead. That's my medium, uh, psychic Peter Marks, who paved the way for those people to come back and give testimonial. That's funny. And by the way, the distinction you made between the two kinds of coaching, I couldn't have done it better. I think it's time we did another whole show on coaching and the value of having a mentor, a role model, a coach. We, we can really get into what it is you do and what it is I do. So let's have that on our agenda for the future as well. So, Beverly, I great it. show as always. As no, always, what is idea. your closing message? About, let me tell them what next, week, next week's show is about happiness is a choice. And um, 
it really is a choice. Working on you, you can become a happier person. And when you're a happier person, you will be a healthier person, and you'll have a better, better year. And I want to wish everyone a happy new year. Uh, I'm ready for my fabulous poem, as you said, if you are ready. Always ready for your fabulous poems. Okay. It's time to ring out the old and bring in the new. May this be the year that your dreams come true. It's time to create your future and let go of the past. Time to celebrate and truly have a blast. What you seek is seeking you, and the universe is your friend. It pours forth blessings that truly never end. You have a special gift. It's called imagination. It takes you on a journey. Name your destination. You can create a wondrous future out of all you've overcome if you focus on where you're heading, not where you've come from. May magical, marvelous miracles be in store for you. And now that this year has ended, may all of your I'm sorry. And now that the past year has ended, may all of your New Year wishes come true. The only problem I have with that poem, it's so extraordinary that I don't have my own copy. Beverly, your poems are, there isn't one that isn't amazing, awesome. And every one I hear, I go, that's my favorite, that's my favorite. I have to say the one for my birthday and the show are my two favorites because they're so personal. But that, oh, my God, my heart is smiling. Oh, thank you. Yes, I I love writing poetry, and I do enjoy reading my own poems. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll go through the folder and see, what do I have here? And then when I can get to share them with people, that's even more fun. So Yeah, that one that. I would put in all my journals for every year. Uh, that I, That is awesome. Just the first two sentences alone were amazing. So, folks, uh, I, I am delighted that you're with us, that you're listening to the show. Do tell your friends about it. You want to share the joy and happiness with them. Have this be your best year ever. Uh, get a coach that will help you have that happen. A mentor support, as I said, we'll delve into that another time. But here is my special prayer for all of you that will tie it all together. May yesterday be the last day, the very last day of your struggles, your suffering, your ill health, your misfortunes, your problems, your pain, your worries, your troubles, your trials and tribulations. May today be the first day. It is the first day of the rest of your life. May it be the beginning of the very best of your life with extraordinary wishes granted and dreams coming true. Make this the most meaningful year of making more money, good health, good luck, good fortune, attracting special people and opportunities, creating magical memories and manifesting marvelous miracles. Folks, have every day be a miracle. Have every day be joyful. Make someone happy today. And we want to make you guys happy every day. We want you to sing along with us, dance along with us, and laugh along with us. And you can do that starting right here, right now, to the Joyce Barry Mash.
I was listening to Blog Talk Radio when my ears heard something that I did know. From the speakers of my laptop, I heard a voice. It was the White Oprah, also known as Joyce. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. Joyce Barry mash. She is a coaching smash. He did the mash. You'll catch on in a flash. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. I felt so inspired by her show, and her poetry was just so good, you know. I want to listen to Joyce again and again, as Joyce would say, if not now, when? He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. Joyce Barry mash. She is a coaching smash. He did the mash. You'll catch on in a flash. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry Mash. Joyce knows all about having fun. She's a home business wizard and she's just begun. She's a coaching sensation for not just me or you or her. It's for everyone. You can mash. Do the Joyce Barry Mash. Joyce Barry Mash. She's a home business smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can mash. Do the Joyce Barry mash. Wow. <laughs> Have a fantastic day and listen to Joyce Barry and friends. Macy's Backstage has everything to help you get a fresh start, including active gear from brands you love. Reebok, Fila, K-Swiss, and more. Hurry in and find the best booties of the season, starting at $19.99. And pamper yourself. Bring the spa home with fragrant candles, aroma diffusers, even salt lamps, starting at just $5.99. Best of all, look for incredible markdowns in every department all month long. Macy's Backstage. Off price, on trend, arriving daily. Find your store at Macy'sBackstage.com. 